It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This is Pacific Flair on Afternoons with Staffy on SCNZ. Turning the spotlight on Moana Pacifica as they do battle with the best of professional rugby down under and Super Rugby Pacific. Super Rugby Pacific is underway. Well, it's not underway, but it just about is underway. But they had a few pre-season games, including Moana Pacifica. They've played the Highlanders, played the Hurricanes, the wrong side of the scorelines. But it's not the scorelines pre-season. It's about club unity. And if there is a club that's got unity and a cultural strand that runs through them, it is Moana Pacifica. And it is a great pleasure to welcome in one of the best that's ever done it. And we're reminded every time we go to Eden Park with the bronze statue of Sir Michael Jones outside there, and he joins us now. Sir Michael, uh, great pleasure to have you on the show. Hi, Mike. Yeah, um, thanks for having me. Yeah, appreciate how, it. How do you feel going to Eden Park and there's that bronze statue of you, a fully uh, elongated <laughs> script? Do you have a look at it and go, oh, that's me? Yeah, never never very comfortable, to be honest. Every day, sort of walk the other side or sort of, um, uh, you know, um, try and take another route because <laughs> it's uh, it's very flattering and very humble. Um, but yeah, it's I mean it's it's really a it's it's uh, I, I, you know for me and I know the sentiment behind it. It it, it uh, recognizes the '87 team and mm. the wonderful um, achievement winning that first World Cup and those wonderful men that I was privileged to play with. I just happened to be in the right place at the right time, took a shortcut and got the pass from Foxy to score the try. That's all. <laughs> so it was the first try. So, But it, it really is a, it, it speaks about um, what the team achieved, um, and, and, you know, not just on that day, but in, um, at that World Cup, at the inaugural World Cup in 87. Mm, yeah, well, as we all know, you've done a lot more for rugby than just scoring that try, but I, I love that little statue and love what it means. Now, Moana Pacific are about to embark on their their fourth season, Sir Michael, and you've been involved from the start. Mm. Where, where's your report card at, at with Moana Pacifica on the field and off the field? Yeah, it's a good question, Mark. We Certainly, it's been a journey. Um, we make no bones about it. It's it's been a lot of blood, sweat, and tears. You know, it's been a dream, a dream and a vision. And um, we, you know, we just feel very privileged and, and blessed that we we're here and we can we're still here. Um, first and foremost, I mean, the fact that we could get it started and 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 really birth something that means a lot to a lot of people and and it it stands for for a lot and it represents um, you know a lot of real meaning and um you know it's it's got value um in more ways than one it's not just about a rugby team obviously and it's not just about the rugby so we've been always very cognizant of that even being i suppose caretakers or stewards of of carrying the vision and then getting it um set up and established and then year one was 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 a challenge in in most ways and all sorts of ways and not just on the field but you know you've got a Turn on the lights. You've got to pay the bills, and you got to, um, you know, sell something. I suppose because it was so new, 
back in uh, you know going back three years, it was just such a a new concept. Um, it's the first of its kind, and it's very unique because it is, you know, it, it's 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 not your conventional ownership model or trust. It's it's I mean it is a non-for-profit trust that owns it and runs it. So it is very unique. It might be the only model like this in the world, but we were very very clear that it had to be owned by the people. And so yeah, we got through year one. I mean it was always good to, to win a game or two, and we did that. And there was a lot of grace. I suppose, but into the fact that everyone knew it was new, that it was going to take time, and so yeah, moving into year two, we we all, we we really did want to build on what we I suppose established and the platform that we put in place in year one, um, not just on the field but off the field. But I suppose year two was pretty tough, and it's sort of you know I remember as a player that was always that sticking your blues was always uh, something we were very clear. But you know you come in the scene and you. There's not much expectation, but then year two, the expectation builds and anyone's worked you out. And even as a rugby player, if you, you might have done well in your first year, but second year was always the challenge. How do you, you build on what you did in the first year? And you can't surprise anyone. <laughs> <laughs> and you can't make up anyone. So that was, yeah, year two was a bit like that. And I suppose now going into year three, we have to believe that we've turned the corner and we've got to believe that the tide has turned. And if we haven't, you know, and we're going to find that out pretty quickly. Um, and, you know, we've got to really, you know, take a good look at ourselves, I suppose, not just as an organisation, but as, as coaches, as players, because I think by, by, by now we've got to really go to another level and step up. And so we're pretty confident we can, we can do that, mate. We really are. Can you give us a bit of an insight into the ethos of the Pacific Islands in that when Samoa play Tonga, it's hard to find a more impassioned rivalry. Um, it's, it's, it borders on vicious, Sir Michael. How do you weave or bring all that into one unified squad? Yeah, I think it's, that's very true what you've just described there. I think you've got, to, you've got to actually capture that and you've got to actually bottle it up Indeed, you've got to try and present it, or you've got to develop something that's really, you know, unique, very special. We've always been very passionate about the importance of um, using this as a platform to build Pacific rugby, particularly. I mean, the Drew is, is a fantastic example for us. I mean, it's been around a lot longer. It was part of the Australian Provincial Championship, so it's not, mm. they didn't have sort of the, the sort of the journey we had to just get thrown in the deep end a bit more but you know what they've achieved in this short time they've been in existence is, is an inspiration for us and what they've done for Fijian rugby is, is exactly what we want to um, you know um, I suppose replicate um, it's a lot harder for Samoa and Tonga I don't think we have the player pool that's just sitting there in the islands but we do have a diaspora, particularly in New Zealand and a little bit more in Australia now, that that are committed to playing for the blue jersey or the red jersey or even still the white jersey of Fiji and any other Pacific Island team. I think this is this is the ethos, this is why we did it. Um, and and to create a bigger net for a lot of the players that fall through the cracks. Mm. And then third and just as importantly is build a, a movement that inspires Pacific people, um, not only through rugby, but to, you know, to, to inspire to be 
excellent and to do great things and and build our community and particularly in the next generation we we want to provide something that can inspire um, hope um, and belief and transformation. So it is bigger than rugby. Yeah, you there's that talk about commitment to community. I think Moana Pacifica do it as well, if not better than everyone. And I'm down in South Auckland and I see what you do down there with community groups and schools and, and that sort of thing. That's a really important component for this Moana Pacifica um, side to connect with the people and go to the people and then the people come. Sorry, Mark, I just... Oh, we're just cutting out. Have you got me yeah, now? But I think I, yeah, I got you. But I think I got the cracks of that question. Yeah. Um, you know, grassroots um, development of rugby um, in the islands is really important and, you know, using it as a social movement too because... Rugby plays such a big part in our communities and in the in the psyche of our people. Um, you know, we we know it's a, a means to an end too. If you can play professional rugby, you know, you can create a um, you know, I suppose financial stability not for your own family but for your parents, your aima, your you know, what we call the, the extended family, your village. So we understand that instinctively. Um, so that's a big part of it too. So we know that if if we win, if we do well, you know our community wins and they do well. Scopi mm. Kepu, Christian Lefano, two incredible humans that I think if Moana Pacifica wasn't around, we'd be talking about retired Wallabies. They want to put the boots <laughs> on and play for this team. What's special about these two guys for you? Yeah, you just know them so well, uh, Mark. They, they really are two individuals that stand out in terms of young men who represent not only the game of rugby, but who they are. You know, yes, they played for the Wallabies, which is quite special in itself. You know, we were always proud of them when they played uh, for the gold jersey. But just as classy, well-rounded, inspirational um, you know, senior members of the squad, we couldn't ask for any better examples of professional rugby players to um, not only provide um, inspiration for the younger players that are in our squad, but just also role models in terms of this is how it's done, young men. This is how you, know, this is how you carry yourself on the field. This is how you carry yourself off the field. And these are the values that you live, not just talk about. And so, you know, we're really privileged again to have had them from day one and for them to pin their colours to Moana, yes, um, it, you know, and that, that's what we're about, hope and opportunity. So they, they it created an opportunity for them to not retire and the, and the rugby would have been, would have been a lot le- less, better, would, would be a lot less off not having them around for the last couple of years and particularly seeing both, you know, particularly Christian being able to get, uh, play for the Manu Samoa, mm. that speaks of everything, our why, you know. It's not just the 25 uh, boys who played for Mana over uh, for Mana over the year, and and the 25 boys who played for Ikalitahi over the last couple of years. Um, it's about these guys who could have been, you know, put in the in green pastures to to retire, but they've been given a, a bit of a, a extension to their wife careers, and if they want to take it, they can 
make the most of it and, and take the opportunity by the scruff of the neck. And that's exactly what both of them have done. And we've been, the, 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 I suppose, the recipients of of um, their contribution to rugby over 10, 15 years. And, and um, even in the autumn of their careers, we're getting so much value out of them. Um, I can't, I can't express how much um, we, we, you know, we we're so grateful for the for the contribution on and off the field. Um, it really is part of the success of of what we're about, and long may it continue. Yeah, you talked about autumn of the careers, and one player, and I'm sure he wouldn't be offended if I said Julian Savia is was probably <laughs> a better player before than he is now, but I think he's a better man now than he was before. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's, that's a really n- nice way to frame it, um, Steffi. I think, you know, we, we've seen a lot of value on the field and on the training field, but, you know, even seeing him at midfield, I mean, hey, that could be, that could give him another like, two or three years in the game, who knows, and we're just pleased that he's out there wearing our, you know, our... Uh, uh, blue. Um, mm. Yeah, talking to him and just seeing him, um, you know, and I suppose I, I've never really done him just at a distance and gotten to talk to him a few times, but in the environment, it's really impressive how he carries himself, and I'm sure he's always been a quality man, young, you know, but he, he really is. Um, the, I suppose the gold and, and the, uh, the and, and a bit like the fine wine of of his character is really shining through, and mm. he's been huge for our club and for our organisation, for the team, and obviously, you know, for our profile, having him there, like, you know, we 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 we're seeing a lot of interest and and kids, um, which is important. Next generation, he's such an iconic. There now, New Zealand, but also in the Pacific for young uh, Samoans and Tongan boys and Pacific boys. When they see Julian and our colours, it, it, it carries a lot of weight and it's very powerful. And finally, Sir Michael, um, your home games, well, one's in Melbourne because that's the magic ground, but you're going to North Harbour, Eden Park, Whangarei, Nukualofa <laughs> and Mount Smart twice. It's an exciting season <laughs> for you boys. Everyone can come and see you. Yeah, well, I suppose we're a bit like the Harlem Globetrotters. There you go. Ways. We sort of we travel. We are the rugby version of the Harlem Globetrotters, <laughs> and we, we hope we can bring, you know, some joy and some, you know, possess and and some magic um, with that. But we, we, you know, it's interesting. Sakopi sort of framed it up. We we don't belong so much to a city. We belong to a people. Yeah. And we we don't see ourselves as belong to the Pacific people either. We we've always known that we could always be every Kiwi's favourite second team. I'm sure we're your favourite second team, Steffi. Uh, we, and and for, for, for some of our, um, you know, rugby fraternity, we might be their favourite, you know, even if they're not Pacifica, just because of what we stand for and the values and, and I suppose the why. Um, and, and, you know, Kiwis love the underdog and we always see ourselves really well positioned in that space and but certainly, yeah, we don't care where we play, but those are great places to play. And we're very privileged to sort of go there and, and call it home 
Sangaree, you know, that's a neat place to play, great people. Um, there is a, there's a thriving Pacific community up there. Um, Nukalofa is going to be really special. We, we'd love to do Samoa and, and, and Tonga in, in the same year. We've just got to get, make sure we can do that financially and make it viable, but we will get there. Um, and then, of course, Eden Park is going to be a special weekend. We're mm. really building a real strong Pacifica um, sort of week around that, and, and Eden Park Trust has been fantastic. And, you know, that's going to be special. And then going back to Mount Smart is, is, is always nice. Um, you know, the Warriors are entrenched there, but we, we like to think that we're the second favorite team at that side of town too, <laughs> even if it's not, even if it's um, third favorite, if it's the Blues, the Warriors, and and, and ourselves down there. And and then, of course, North Harbour has been a, a really special place for us to set up and, you know, not being able to sort of stay too long once the Warriors were back, um, just in terms of our base, it's been fantastic to base ourselves on on the shore, we, we still have a big. We're in the we're in a, a big catchment there of of, of um, people who really love us and appreciate us too. So it'll be nice to play that game and also turn that into a Pacific showcase, um, a really a real Pacific fest, and that's what we're really wanting to do and 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 build a game of rugby around our identity, our uniqueness as as Pacific Island people here in Aotearoa, New Zealand. It's going to be fun. So, Michael, very quickly, we've had a text from Graham. Before we go, we've got 60 seconds. Where is Nico at with his rugby? Uh, yeah, Nico, he's, he's playing in uh, D.C., old glory. He had a few little negative injuries, so it's, he's had to sort of go somewhere. He knows he's going to get a lot of rugby. He'll be back for Auckland NPC, which is cool. And then he'll take it from there. He, his dreams are here in New Zealand to play play rugby for a Super Rugby franchise, whoever that might be. And um, obviously, um, yeah, he's got a US passport, so he, he is eligible to, to play over there and probably makes him, um, yeah, makes the whole US experience much more enjoyable and special. But his dreams are here in New Zealand. He'll be back. But it's, he just wants to go and get game time. And, and one thing about his, his time in Old Glory, and he enjoyed that last year, is he gets a lot of game time and then, he can come back and, and put the blue and white hoops back on, which he loves. And he's an open boy, born and bred. There it is. And he loves playing for Auckland. Yeah, so then he'll take it from there. So, Michael Jones, really appreciate your time today. <laughs> Very, I'm on board. Go up the Moana, up the Moana. Yeah, thanks, Steffi. Appreciate that. Yeah. So, Michael Jones, there, such a crucial part of Moana Pacifica. And yes, they are a lot of team, a lot of people's second favourite team. They, they're very entertaining and there is no quit in them. We'll take a quick break. This is Pacific Flair on Afternoons with Staffy on SCNZ. Turning the spotlight on Moana Pacifica as they do battle with the best of professional rugby down under and Super Rugby Pacific. It, there is a real connection with Moana uh, Pacifica with the with the people, and I'll be interested to see with um, like the Magic Ground is their first home game in uh, inverted commas, um, and then they go to Albany Stadium in North Harbour. Then they're playing the Blues at Eden Park. They're taking their game to Eden Park to play the Blues, up to Whangarei, uh Seminoff Stadium, and then a groundbreaking game in Nukualofa. Uh, which will be brilliant up there. And I think they're playing the Fijian and Drua up there. That will be amazing. And they round out their round-robin home games with matches at Mount Smart Stadium. So I think it's a great idea, actually, taking them on the road. And the one, I've talked about this guy for two years. 
D'Angelo Luila plays for Waikato. Uh, he is in the Moana Pacifica squad. He is like, who's he like? Like Olsen Filipina. Same sort of statue, stature. Statue. Same stature as Olsen Filipina. So Angelo Leulia. He is my Moana Pacifica rep to watch out for uh, this year. Thank you to Sir Michael Jones. Thank you to Corey Flynn uh, for their time today. Big thank you to Sammy Hewitt as well. We're going to do the other four teams tomorrow. Good times.